We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back in, and we are with you all the way up until 1 a.m. after your Celtics bow out in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. They lose this series four games to two. And it was the same crap that we've seen over and over again with this team in totality. It's the turnovers, and it's Jason Tatum never had a signature moment. In fact, he was outplayed in the series by Andrew Wiggins. That's a major issue. And Jason Tatum is supposed to be an all-NBA performer. Where would you rank him in this series? You look at your own team, Jalen Brown was better than him. You look on the other side, Curry was better than him. Andrew Wiggins was better than him. You can argue that Klay Thompson was better than him. At best, he's like the fifth best player in this series. And I would argue, actually, Robert Williams was better than him. Robert Williams had a really good series. So your all-NBA performer, who was first-team all-NBA this season, he may not have been a top-five player in the NBA Finals. 617-779-7937, the number. Brian Barrett with you up until 1 a.m. Let's get to Alex. What's up, Alex? Hey, Alex. Hey. What's up, man? Hey, I just want to talk about how, well, thank you for holding this team accountable. But the the fact is, like, how many times do I have to watch Hortford guard Curry and no one knows the switch yet? Yeah, I don't know why they were. I don't know why they kept doing that. I get like Ime Adoka's whole thing was he kept saying after these games, essentially, well, it's our offense is the problem, not our defense. And I agree with them for the most part. But that crap at the end of the game. I mean, come on. The finals are on the line. You're actually making a legitimate comeback. You cut it down to, what, eight points at one point, And then you come back down to the other end. And Al Horford is covering Steph Curry one-on-one. I mean, come on. At some point, you got to make an adjustment there, especially with the damn game on the line. This is the MVP of the finals. This is arguably right now. He just went on this great run. You could argue he's the best player in the NBA. And you got Horford out there on him. I mean, come on. And this is not about Al. This is about Steph Curry. I mean, you can't do that. It's ridiculous. And the fact is, you see the Warriors help Curry out by getting him that matchup. Right. And then you have Brown, who's electric from three, and you having him still drive in, even though he's been losing the ball every time he drives in, why not set him up? Or Hartford down in the paint. He's one of the tallest ones on the court, especially with Williams down in the paint. You can't match him up with Curry like they did at the end. You keep everyone just sitting out at the three-point line, watching the ball go up and not driving in to get a rebound. Oh, it just drives me crazy that everyone's trying to defend this team, trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, saying, oh, they have injuries or, oh, they, you know, uh, are young. But the fact is you got to hold them accountable. They didn't learn from their mistakes, and they just kept rushing and try to be the hero and do hero ball, and it was awful. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you. Thank you for holding them accountable. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was awful. I mean, awful. It's, just, it's just frustrating, right, because it felt like – I mean, remember, the, and I appreciate the call, Alex. His line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937. It's just frustrating because you felt like this team had a real opportunity to win an NBA championship. I completely bought in. They had the best defense in the league. I said after the 
game they beat Memphis where Jalen didn't play. Remember that was the whole debate is John Morant better than Tatum like that whole week. I declared after that the Celtics are going to win the championship. And I felt like, all right, they had some bad losses throughout this run, but I did not expect them to bow out the way they did. I really didn't. It's just, oh, man, it's just, it's so annoying because they had such a great run, so many good wins during this stretch. You think about game six against the Bucs. You think about game seven against the Bucs. You think about all these big games that the Celtics won throughout this run. You think about... Kevin Durant getting significantly outplayed by Jason Tatum. What was it all for? It was for a piss-poor performance in the NBA Finals. And you were up two games to one. And then you completely fell apart. You fell apart in the fourth quarter of that game four. And you never recovered from it. You never recovered from game four. You weren't ready to play in game five. And then tonight, you just sucked. 617-779. 7937 the number. Let's get to Jack in Rhode Island. What's up, Jack? What's up, Jack? Brian, I had two stories to tell you, but this one's a sad one. I've been watching since I was a child. I was as happy as a clam when we won in 08, and I struggled through the years with Tyler Zeller. I just graduated, started a job up in Boston. I was so happy to see everybody tomorrow if the Celtics won. But no, we have no consistency. We turn over, and I listen to you all the time, man. It's just turnovers killed us. We look like we're, we don't know what we're doing out on the court, and I just really don't know what the future holds, and I'm just I'm so depressed. I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm depressed and ashamed of this team, well, of the performance tonight because we just cleaned it up a little bit. You know, we, we had it in our grasp, and, you know, we just, we just threw it away. That's yeah. all I got. I'm with you, Jack. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you, man. I that we, I know how much you care about the team. I know how much we all care about the team. It's just, yeah. I, I, I wish there was more to say. That's the aggravating thing about it, Jack. I appreciate the call, my friend. His line's open if you want to grab it at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We're with you up until one a.m. So that's the aggravating thing because <laughs> they accomplished so much this year. After January 1st, they were the best team in the entire NBA. They had the best net rating. They outplayed everybody in the second half of the season. They had not lost three games in a row since the end of December. And then it happens at the most inopportune time at the end of the season. Unbelievable. And it's just, it really rubs you the wrong way that your best player was a complete no-show. And I'll get into all the turnover stuff because that is absolutely atrocious as it pertains to the turnovers. I mean, you look at it throughout this series against the Golden State Warriors. And look, give the Warriors credit. They did cause some of them, but a lot of them, let's be real. They were completely reckless, these turnovers that the Celtics had in this series. But if you look at the numbers on that, their turnover percentage in these losses, 18.9% in Game 2, 16.3% in Game 4, 18.2% in Game 5, 23.6% tonight. 23.6% of the Celtics' possessions were turnovers. The Rockets this season were 30th at 16.2. So in every single one of your losses against the Golden State Warriors, you had a turnover percentage that was worse than the worst team in the league. That is embarrassing. Flat-out embarrassing. Tatum was horrible, no disputing that, but that's embarrassing as well. 
790-3937 the number. Let's get to John in Gloucester. What's up, John? I totally agree with you. Tatum was just so pitiful and it's and it wasn't even just not hitting shots and he didn't play defense. He was very soft, not going down for balls, but he was soft. It was almost like it was almost like he was um playing against a bully at school and he, he wanted to just go home. He was he, he not only he played like a twenty four year old um, and he was soft, and you can't you can't be soft if you want to be a champion, and and it's that simple. And he was soft. He was he was playing like he was afraid. He just he was not not there at all. Yeah, I'm with you, John. Appreciate the call, man. There's no way around it. His line's open, by the way, if you want to grab it at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. And it pains me to say it, but Jason Tatum in this series played poorly, and he played softly. There's no way around it. Like tonight, I mean, you look at his shot chart, it's inexplicable. The guy didn't get to the basket whatsoever in the series. But if you look at it tonight, Tatum took three shots in the restricted area. That's it. Three of them. In the restricted area the entire series or the entire game, he took three shots in the restricted area. He took seven shots from floater range, which he's not good at those shots to begin with. He took seven of them. You're not going to win that way. You're not, and you're not going to be productive offensively that way. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to John. He's in a car. What's up, John? Barry, what's up? Uh, I've been better, John. Listen, maybe I'm in the minority here, but they were lucky to be there, to be quite honest with you. I mean, in the, the best round they had was the first round, but Middleton missed the whole second round. If he's in that series, they don't win the series. I'm sorry. He was their second-best player, and they got out of there by the skin of their nose. If Hero plays in the conference final, they they don't win the series. Yeah, I don't know about the Hero one. I don't know about the Hero one, but the Middleton one, I totally understand where you're coming from. It took you seven games to beat them. You were down 3-2. But the Hero one, I mean, that guy was a complete turnstile defensively, so I don't know how much that changes that series, Yeah, but he was a much better shooter. If you've got that offensive option and Butler's not having to do it all himself for the most part... Then, you know what? You're okay, but John, John, your whole series. point, like, I understand your point. I totally understand your point that they maybe they lose to the Bucs, maybe they lose to, lose to the Heat, but that's why it's that much important that you cash in when the road sets up for you, right? Which, this is, exactly. This is 2019 you know this Bruins. Is, I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. This is when Calgary lost, Pittsburgh lost, Washington lost, and Tampa lost all in the first round. Right. And, I, I had a $200 ticket in Vegas from the Bruins just because I was out there. And all of a sudden, it gets reseeded. And the Bruins were a 9-5 to favorite. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit this. And, and But that's exactly what happened. They left one on the table. And I'm sorry. Everybody can say what they want about how young they are and this and that and the other thing. It's not as easy to get back in the NBA right. as, as it is in the other sports. Yeah, and there John. are better teams in this conference. And th- – the dichotomy, the dichotomy needs to change. I was in the minority again. If they want to lost this, Brian, I would trade Marcus Smart. I just something ain't right there. He's a pain in the ass, and it butts heads with too many people involved there. And he thinks he's better than he is. He thinks he's more important than he well, is. Something's got to give in that group. This is what I'll say, John, and I appreciate the call. I don't know in terms of the smart situation going forward, I don't know how that rubbed off on Tatum when he was up at the podium the other day and he's saying he's got to figure it out. Jason's got to figure it out. He was right in what he's saying. Tatum's got to figure it out. Bottom line, got to figure it out. Totally, he was right about what he was saying. Everybody was saying it. He's got to be better. 
We all were saying it. But for his teammate to say that publicly, that was a bad look. 617-779-7937, the number. We're with you all the way up until 1 a.m. If you want to weigh in on this debacle for the Celtics, what it means going forward, and will we see changes going forward with this team? You just heard a suggestion. Get rid of Smart. We're with you all the way up until 1 here on EI. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Well, the Celtics season is over. They lost 103-90 to to the Warriors. The Warriors take this series four games to two. And the story the same for the Celtics. In this game tonight, they had 23 turnovers. 23 turnovers. Jason Tatum, just 13 points. He was 6 of 18 from the floor. Jalen Brown did have 34 in the loss. Al Horford went for 19 points. Meanwhile, Andrew Wiggins, 18 points. Outplayed Jason Tatum again. Steph Curry goes for 34 points. He gets the Bill Russell Trophy as the MVP, his first finals MVP. That's how it ends for you, Celtics. Meanwhile, the Sox fell today. T- I mean, it's just bad news after bad news. Unbelievable. The Sox lost to the freaking A's 4-3. Rich Hill gave up four runs, three earned, a couple of defensive miscues for the Sox in this one. Trevor Story, who can't hit right now, lost a routine pop-up and a fielding error from Rafael Devers. That cost the Sox. They'll play the Cardinals. They'll open up a three-game set Friday night at Fenway. 7-10 first pitch across the Shaws and Star Market. WEI Red Sox Network. You can tune into the Visit Massachusetts pregame show at 610. It's sponsored by the Massachusetts of Office and Travel and Tourism. Mutt will be with you for that. Michael Walker on the mound tomorrow opposite Adam Wainwright. U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline. Adam Hadwin has the lead after the first round. He sits at four under par. Rory McIlroy is stroke back. He's at three under par. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, and we are with you all the way up until 1 o'clock after a debacle for your Celtics. They lose this series four games to two to the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, the MVP, the guy that the Celtics we're hoping was going to be their MVP in the series. Jason Tatum just has 13 points tonight. And if you look at it in terms of the game in general, you had one, two, three Warriors score more points than Jason Tatum and two Celtics. Jason Tatum, your best player was the sixth leading scorer in an elimination game. Sixth, five players scored more points than the only guy in this series that's first team all NBA. One guy in the series is first team all NBA. Five players in the game scored more points than Jason Tatum, including a guy in Jordan Poole that played 17 minutes. Tatum played 40 minutes. Jordan Poole scored more points than him in 17 minutes tonight. Unreal. And here's the real thing that aggravates you about Tatum. Two points in the fourth quarter. Here were Tatum's numbers in the fourth quarter in the series. He played 54 minutes. He was 6 of 25. 24%, 24%, 18 total points, three points per fourth quarter. Yes, the turnovers are a massive issue. I ran through that. But what sticks out me more sticks out to me more so than anything else is Tatum was a complete no-show for the majority of this series. 617-779-7937, the number. 
Let's get to Mike and Newton. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Michael! All right, we lost Mike. Let's get to Bob and Marble. Uh, Marble. What's up, Bob? Hey, Bob. Okay, we don't have Bob. I don't know what the hell is going on here. All right, let's see if we can clean that up. So we'll try one more. Let's get to Mark in Oakland. Hey, Mark. Hey, hey Mar- these guys are dropping calls worse than the Celtics dropped the ball tonight. <laughs> it may be on our end, Mark, in their defense. I don't know what the hell is going well, on. I'm a, I'm a Celtic fan, even though I've been living in California basically my whole life. Maybe Jason Tatum will make us old-timers forget about Ted Williams in 200 against the the Cardinals in, in, four, in the 40 uh, – 46 uh, World well, Series. Well, I mean, you haven't forgotten that the... yet. I mean, the the Red Sox have won four four <laughs> World Championships this century. I mean, come on. Thank, yeah, and okay. Uh, what happened to the vaunted defense? You know, the, the, they didn't hold the dubs. I don't have all the stats available like you do. I appreciate all the stats you have. They didn't hold the dubs under 100 points in any game, and they and they didn't sc- and when they didn't score 100, they lost. I mean, that's pretty simple stuff. Yeah, four I'm, games they didn't score 100. You're do. right. I don't know what to do with, with these two guys. You know, I'm sort of tired of hearing they're young, they're young, they're young, they're young. They, they, it isn't like they've only been in the league one or two years. You know, Jordan Poole, he's only been in the league like two, three years. He was in G League last year, I think. And, and he's out there like just hoisting it up. Well, you know, I mean, and, in fairness, and, um, though, Mark, in fairness, he's like their third slash fourth option that comes off the bench and his main role is to score. There's a lot more on Tatum and Brown's plate than there is Jordan Poole. I mean, let's be fair about that. Okay, I, I, I grant you that. I don't know what to do with this team. Um, I don't want to say blow it up, but I mean, it's like, what do you? Well, do? I mean, there's they were two not, wins away from a championship, Mark. I don't think you gotta. I don't think you're gonna do anything drastic. Like you're gonna keep Tatum and Brown. But now every question going forward should be, what did you learn from this playoff run, and what are the best type of players to put around Tatum and Brown? I believe they need more shooting, Mark, because it was crystal clear that the Warriors made a bet, and Draymond Green basically told us this after Game One. They made a bet that. Those players, the periphery guys, the Derek Whites, the Al Horfords, the Grant Williams, the Peyton Pritchards, they were not going to hit enough shots to help the Celtics win the series. They were going to try to do everything they can to stop Tatum and Brown, sell out to stop those two guys, and make everybody else beat you. And the reality is the other guys couldn't beat you. They couldn't hit open shots. That's true. That's true. I don't know what happened to Grant Williams. He completely disappeared. That guy was an absolute joke in the series, Mark. I appreciate the call, my friend. Grant Williams absolutely sucked. He was atrocious in this series. I don't know what happened to him either. And, I mean, all that guy does is complain and bitch to the officials. I mean, enough. You're Grant Williams. You're like the seventh best player on your team, and you complain the second most on the team. I mean, after Tatum, and look, Tatum, look, it's an issue him complaining to the officials, but at least he's a star player. And I'm not justifying it because it's ridiculous. But Grant Williams, I mean, come on, man. Grant Williams tonight, 16 minutes, three points. He had 25 points in the series. He had 27 points in the Game 7 against the Bucs. Ever since he called himself Grant Curry, he has not been a factor for the Celtics. The guy had 25 points in a series. I mean, come on. 617-779-7937, the number. Oh, before, let me just reiterate this. Minus 18 for Grant. Minus 26 for Derek White. Minus 20 for Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard... He needed to hit shots. He couldn't do it. He was one for his last 11 from three-point territory. You go from game two on, one for 11. 
and look, this is a game. This is a series where you need a Peyton Pritchard to shoot. Couldn't do it. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Dave in West Springfield. Hey, Dave. Hi. How you doing? Uh, I've been better, Dave. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I, w- I just want to say I love your show, man. Thank I, you. I love that you don't pussyfoot around with nothing. You tell it how it is. Maybe they need you to coach. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think Ime is a better coach was, than me, Dave. I'll admit that. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I don't think you should blow up the team, but I think they need a Jimmy Butler-type character to to be the focus point instead of Tatum. I think Tatum's better off as a su- support a player, you know, he has the potential, but he's not ready for well, it. Well, Dave, I'll say this. I he's the star. He is a star in this league. He's a first team all NBA performer. With that being said, I do think sometimes what happens to the Celtics team and we saw it in the fourth quarter in this series against the Golden State Warriors, they need somebody that can organize everything offensively. And Tatum is yeah. not that guy yet. They need somebody that and Smart clearly wasn't that guy in this series. They need somebody that can organize the offense late in games. They didn't have that, right? They definitely did not. And maybe Tatum matures into that player. But this team, from an offensive standpoint, they just get completely out of control. And Tatum's the guy that has the ball in his hands the most. They need somebody else that can help with the playmaking. And another thing I'd say, Dave, I appreciate the call, by the way. Another thing I would say is this. They were missing shooting, and they were missing another bucket getter. Because if you think about it, if Tatum and Brown weren't getting points... The Celtics in generating the offense. The Celtics cannot generate offense. Like their next best idea was, hey, let's get Marcus Smart posting up Steph Curry or posting up Jordan Poole. And look, it works sometimes, but that's not something that you can live off. That's not a healthy diet, so to speak. They really need another guy that can come off the bench and get you buckets when you need him. Like, for example, what Jordan Poole can do for the Golden State Warriors. Right, He can come up and he can light you up like he did tonight, like he did last game, where he can come in and give you a quick 10 points. The Celtics don't have that type of player. Grant Williams is a set shooter. Peyton Pritchard's a shooter that couldn't shoot at all in the series. That guy absolutely sucked. He was absolutely useless. About as useful as the letter G in lasagna. He did nothing for this team. And then you look at some of the other guys. Derek White, I mean, the guy was afraid to shoot. So Peyton Pritchard couldn't shoot. Grant Williams was a non-entity, and he wasn't good defensively in this series. And then Derek White was afraid to shoot. So you got a guy that was afraid to shoot, a guy that couldn't shoot, and a guy that sucked. That was your bench in the series. And Tice couldn't play after game one because he sucked. So you got two guys that suck, you got one guy that couldn't shoot, and you got one guy that didn't want to shoot. Other than that, the bench was great. So you need a shooter off the bench, and you need a bucket getter. I think back to, and look, this team didn't end up winning the finals. They had injuries. Of course, last year, Kawhi goes down with the torn ACL. But that team beat Utah. And in that series against Phoenix in the second round, they would have had a real opportunity if Kawhi was healthy. The guy that they had was Reggie Jackson, where, okay, Paul George and Kawhi are the main guys, but every once in a while you need somebody else that can go get a bucket. The Celtics don't have that guy. They need another guy that can get you. Who else could just say, hey, this guy's going to go get us 25 points? You don't have that type of player. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Tom in Connecticut. Hey, Tom. Hey, how we doing? Good, man. Um, these people that say they got to blow it up, I just completely disagree. If we're talking back in January, yeah, you want to blow it up, fine. But what Brad did and Eme with this team, taking them from where they were, they added a couple pieces, which granted Derek White was awful this series, and he Tice sucked. was a non-factor. But they, they played a key factor getting us here. 
And then you yeah, add in Yeah, I wouldn't say who, that about Tice. I would say that about Derek White, not about yeah. Tice. Yeah, but Tatum is our star. He He's our star. Whether people want to say he's a star in the league or not, he's our star. And he just, I think the lights just got too big at this stage. Eastern Conference Finals, he's been there. And then this series, it just wasn't, or he didn't have a great game, really, any game full through. But then my only question to you, I want to get your thoughts on, in the fourth quarter, we had that nice run to end the third. Jason comes out the last 20 seconds, doesn't want to pick up a foul, give him a little bit of rest. Why didn't Eme start him and Al to start the fourth? Came out flat, turnovers as usual. I, Tom, what I think it was, was really it. Tom, what I think it was, and I'm with you, like I would have gone back to them based on how the bench guys performed throughout this game tonight, but I think what it was is last game, remember how gassed they were in the fourth? That's what yeah, I think happened. Right. I think Emei thought, okay, I can't do it again, right? Because, I mean, think about it. It was very similar where, okay, last time you took the lead, you went nuts in that third quarter, and the Celtics did it again tonight, and they were down by one point entering the fourth last time. This time they were down by 10 points. But I felt like Emei looked at it like we can't repeat the same mistake we made last game in terms of going and riding these guys the entirety of the game, the Tatums, the Browns of the world. But the problem is this, Tom. Those guys sucked tonight. They were coming off the bench. So, Ime was really in a bad position. Do I go with Tatum, and does he gas out again? Does Al gas out? Or do I go with my bench, but they suck? So I don't think he had a good decision to make either way. I don't think the options were good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, our bench, the last two games, they combined for nine points. So then it just – though the one thing about Tatum, though, that mind boggles me, and granted the numbers get skewed because of blowouts and stuff, but him and Cornette had the same amount of points in the last five minutes of it of all the games in the uh, finals. What's that? Say that again. I said it, the numbers get skewed because you have blowouts and people get taken out, but Tatum and Luke Cornett had the same amount of points in the last five minutes combined in all the games. <laughs> That's really good. Holy crap. Is yeah. that true? Yes. Coming into, <laughs> coming into tonight, Cornette had five and Tatum had three. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. Appreciate the call, Tom. His line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937. Yeah, if you want to just look at sort of the totality of the series, he brings up, what did he bring up, the bench points? Yeah, so the bench points in the series, Warriors 161, Celtics 124, plus 37 Warriors. Unreal. Tonight, again, this is what I can't comprehend. Why are the Celtics get just getting completely crushed on the glass? Tonight, the Warriors had 21 offensive rebounds. The Celtics had 13. So the Warriors were getting more offensive rebounds than the Celtics, the bigger team. I, it's really remarkable to me how that happens. And the other thing I just look at, too, in terms of how the turnovers just really kill the Celtics team, you look at it in this game tonight. The Warriors took 92 shots compared to the Celtics' 80. So right there, it just tells you that those turnovers are crushing you. The Celtics are not a good enough team to lose the possession battle to this Golden State Warriors team. We saw it present itself again tonight. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Derek. He's in a car. What's up, Derek? Hey, how are you? Good, man. Two things on Tatum. One, I mean, is he hurt or... Does he need a strength and conditioning coach that can, like, when he takes it to the hoop, he can go strong and finish? Number two, can we get a point guard playmaker and so take a little pressure off, get Tatum where he needs to be so he can uh, make his shot? 
Yeah, the, the point guard thing's an interesting one, right, Derek? Because if you look at this team, when they did take off is when they made Marcus Smart the point guard because then the defensive lineup became so much better. And Schroeder was really a black hole for this team at the point guard position where he didn't give up the ball quickly enough. He liked to dribble the air out of the ball. So it's tough to criticize that move. But I do agree with you. That is something they were missing in this series where they needed somebody that can sort of organize the offense, right? Not so much on the defensive end. The defense was fine. The only time the defense got into trouble really was, I mean, the end of the game, this whole crap about letting Al switch on Curry. I mean, that's a joke. That's a debacle. But in totality, the defense was good enough to win the series. The offense was the issue. So they needed somebody that could just organize you and get you into your sets. And it felt like with Tatum and Brown, there was too much on their plate as it pertains to the playmaking. Absolutely. So take the pressure off of them, let them make the plays, and, and be the finishers. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know who that guy is, Derek. I, I don't know who that guy is that just comes in here and becomes your point guard. No, and that's above my pay grade, too. But, like, if we could find someone, I think we're, we're there next year. Yeah, I mean, look, they, they were in the NBA Finals, so it's tough to critique, and I appreciate the call, Derek. It's tough to critique too much about the personnel. It was good enough to get you there, and you should have had a 3-1 series lead. So, I mean, you were almost there winning that way. But, I mean, the turnovers, is just ridiculous. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Mike and Methuen. Hey, Mike. Michael. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, what's up? Hey, nothing much, man. I'm just waiting. You know, listen to the radio. Just waiting for my turn. Yeah, you're up, man. You're on the air. Uh, all right. Thank you, man. Uh, I just want to talk about how Jason Tatum was so disappointing. He was all NBA, top five all in the NBA. He scores fifteen. He scores thirteen points in an elimination game. It's just absurd. I, I don't even know what to make of it, honestly. You know, we we yeah. definitely have to get rid of Marcus Smart. Definitely have to trade him. You want to trade Smart? Yes, I want to trade Smart. I believe uh, he he kind of messed up the locker room with that little comment he made in Game Four. Well, and, yeah, that uh, we is that, that's straight. an interesting point, Mike. So that is interesting. I don't know how Tatum reacted to that. I don't. So, I mean, I maybe we'll find out in the coming weeks if that actually was an actual issue in the locker room because I don't like how he handled that either. I mean, Tatum clearly knows that he had to play better. We all knew that he had to figure it out, but I don't believe that Marcus Smart should have been saying that publicly. I felt that was unfair. I think that that is something that stays behind closed doors. If anybody's going to do it, it's Emay because that guy just calls out everybody left and right. I did have an issue with that. So if there is an issue internally, okay, it's a different discussion. But I just don't know what the move is that improves this team getting rid of Smart because Smart is such a great defensive player, and he's one of the main reasons this team had the best defense in the NBA. I'd be awfully cautious before I start talking about moving Marcus Smart. I mean, I thought about it before, and I was a proponent of it when he was playing shooting guard. But when he moved over to the point guard position, this team came became much better defensively. So I just don't know what the move is in terms of, like, what's your idea if you're getting rid of Smart? Because you're saying just get rid of Smart. What's the alternative? My whole idea on getting rid of Smart is I feel like he just wasn't taking control of this game. Um, he looked like a JV player losing control of the ball when he was under pressure in this game. It is an elimination game. You are the point guard. You're supposed to take control of the game, control the pace of the game. I understand Jason Tatum is the superstar of the game, but you are the point guard. Um, I didn't see any point guard play, and we did mention that he is the defensive player. 
where was that this game? Yeah, look, uh, I totally like agree with you. He it had a very – and look, like look, Curry's a great player and all that, but he had a very underwhelming defensive series, Mike. He he was not good on Curry yeah. in the series. He was terrible, actually. Terrible, and that's what we were banking on. That's what everybody was saying was going to be the key factor on us beating the Warriors, and he just didn't show up. He called out Jason Tatum, and he himself did not show up. That's my take. Yeah, I'll listen no. to you. Well, to you know what? That's a that's a good video. point, Mike. I appreciate the call, my friend. That's a good point. He did say that Tatum needs to figure it out, and Smart sucked tonight. There's no way around it. Marcus Smart was absolutely atrocious in this game tonight. Four of 12 from the field, nine points, three turnovers. He did have his assists. He had nine assists. But overall, not a good game for Marcus Smart. And that is a fair point. If he's going to call out Jason Tatum and say he needs to figure it out, well, Smart needed to figure it out on defense because he did nothing to give Steph Curry trouble in terms of his ability to score on the other end at all in the series. In fact, I would argue that Derek White was the better player on Curry in this series. Let's get to DJ in Boston. What's up, DJ? DJ. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Turn down your radio. Okay. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Brian? So, a couple points I want to make. Sure. Um, so, Celtics need a, a point guard, whether it's going to be a backup to Smart or a starter. I'm I'm not on board with getting rid of Smart, but um, and we need shooters. The bench is why we lost. I I think Tatum's a franchise player. But we need shooters for the type of offense that we run. If somebody was knocking down some shots, it kind of opens up, not just for Tatum, but also Brown. I agree um, with you, DJ. And another, por- another part of that is, like, you think about all these turnovers, and I'm not defending them from Tatum and Brown, but if they had guys that could actually consistently knock down jump shots, well, maybe it changes the calculus. You know what I mean? Maybe they're not overhelping on Tatum and Brown. But Grant Williams couldn't knock down shots. Pritchard couldn't knock down shots. Al was up and down throughout the series with his three-point shooting. And Marcus Smart's always up and down. So they did not have enough guys that could knock down. I completely agree with you on that. They need another dead-eye guy. That's why at the deadline, I was hoping that Gary Harris would get bought out and you get him because he shot the ball better in the second half of the season. But obviously that didn't come to fruition anyway. They didn't buy him out. But that was one of the things I looked at. They needed another wing-sized guy, and they needed somebody that could shoot. That's def- I definitely agree with you on that. So, so and, and you're right. And if you look at when the Celtics were playing well, Pritchett hit those shots. Grant hit the, hit those shots. So, uh, right now, Brad's got to look at things, and he's got to surround those guys with some shooters. I, I'm, it sucks that we lost tonight, but I feel good. I would not blow up this team. No, I don't want to trade smart. I don't. I don't want to like unless you unless you can give me and I appreciate the call, DJ. At least you unless you can give me some massive upgrade over Marcus Smart. I would be awfully cautious about moving on from. But that doesn't dismiss the fact that the the lack of organization late in games that goes on Smart too. He is the point guard. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The number with you up until one a.m. What was your biggest issue after the game tonight? We'll get to it next here on EI. Still got a lot to learn um, as a group, individually. It's 
as much as we made growth and you know, turned our season around, still got a lot to learn about the game of basketball. So um, I learned so much during this playoff run, you know, coming from not playing last year after wrist surgery, you know, coming into this year's playoffs, you know, just being grateful for the opportunity. And it's things to come up short, but um, it's a lot to learn and the future is bright. I get Jalen a lot of credit. Like, clearly he has issues with the turnovers, and clearly he has issues dribbling with his left hand. And it's a turnover all the time when he goes left. I mean, there's no way around that. But the dude showed up. He had 34 points tonight. He His shooting has been tremendous throughout his improvement over the past couple of years. And he really tried to carry this team to a win tonight. The problem was his... Batman, if you will, to his Robin didn't show up. Tatum was a complete no-show in this game. And I heard Jalen say after the game that he just gave Tatum a hug. Now, we'll see what exactly was wrong with Jason Tatum as it pertains to the shoulder thing. But he's out there. And he went off in the third quarter the other day. So when you look at it from that perspective, they need to find a way to respond after this. Because now you got to climb the mountain again. You don't just start at the end where you just were two wins away from a championship. they got to figure this crap out. The number one thing going forward with this team has got to be, how do we stop turning the basketball over? 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Mark in Holyoke. What's up, Mark? Hey, Brian. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I was just, I was wondering how nobody was blaming Peyton Pritchard for what happened tonight. If you did hockey, oh, he was awful. If if it was hockey, his plus-minus would have been about minus 60. I mean, he was getting beat. He couldn't hit a shot to save his life. Well, he was, a minus, worse, he was a minus 20, Mark. I'm surprised it was that good, but he was getting beat every time. If he wasn't beat directly, yeah. it was indirectly responsible because of him, and he just was horrible. Yeah, he lost Curry on two switches, too. I mean, that was horrible. It really was. It's it's a shame. I, I got to witness this through my daughters. She's 12 years old. That made me remember when I was 12 years old how I saw this, and it was a shame. It was a completely different outcome, of course, but it was a shame, and I, I, I blame him, to be honest. You blame Pritchard for the loss? I mean, he definitely sucked, but when you put more of it on the turnovers, the star player not showing up on, on Peyton Pritchard only played eight minutes? No, Mr. Tatum certainly was was responsible, but every time Tatum came, or any time Pritchard came in, the big run came for Golden State directly when he came in. So, yeah, he definitely sucked in the series. No way around it, Mark. I appreciate the call, my friend. His lines open at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Let's get to George and Quincy. What's up, George? George. Hello, George. All right, George. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Let's get to Mark in Salem. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark, turn down your radio. Hey, Mark, what's going on? Uh, the same thing I said about Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is a defensive player of the year. What's the point of having the defensive player of the year if he can't hold the the other player that he's guarding against from averaging over 30 points for the series. It's completely overrated. And at this point, with all the turnovers that he caused, he's not a point guard. 
We need to move on and find a better point guard. Okay, so what's your solution, Mark? Because you're just saying get rid of Smart. What's the solution? At this point, even somebody who's half as good on defense can provide a more consistent scoring who? option Mark, than Marcus who Smart. Who is this guy? Who are you talking about? Literally about 15 players out of the NBA. Okay, name one. Name one. Paying, Marcus, we can get anybody from Miami. Name one. I'm the same. At this point, you, you we're still talking have a name about, one, Mark. Name one guy you want to trade Marcus Smart for. Name one person. We can get back the guy that we had that we gave away to Charlotte for no for no money. Terry Rozier would be a much better point guard. Yeah, and we Terry Rozier let him is, walk away for nothing. Terry Rozier is going no. Well, I mean, they traded him. That's what, it, it. Wasn't he walked away for nothing? They traded him. I'm saying that we didn't get anything really back for that. Well, they traded him for Kemba Walker. It was a sign and trade. Terry Rozier is exactly, we got Kemba Walker and it didn't work out. Right. My point is that for Terry Rozier money, we would have a better option that we have with Marcus Smart and somebody who can actually score a three-point shot on a consistent basis. Yeah, and And Terry Rozier is under contract through 2026. Mark, Mark, he's under contract through 2026. I appreciate the call. All right. I mean, that sucked tonight. No way around it. But, I mean, you got to come up with a solution if you want to trade Smart. I'm all ears if you get a good solution. But I think Smart's a lot better than people are giving him credit for. He sucked tonight. No way around it. But he's a lot better than people think. All right. Thanks to Joe for producing. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe and be well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.